This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who can't. It's time we try. It's time we care. It's time we stand. It starts with a voice. Welcome. I almost forgot to unmute myself uh, at the beginning. Welcome to the Special Chronicle Show. My name is, uh, this is episode 468. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Tribal International Global Messenger Special Olympics. Um, so welcome back to the Special Chronicles Show. Specialchronicles.com for links to follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and be sure to also subscribe or follow and wait and review this podcast, Special Chronicles, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button and leave us a rating and review. And also be sure to subscribe to our channel on YouTube to watch the live stream video episodes and sign up for our newsletter to receive ex- to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com for links to subscribe and follow. Our guest this week on the Special Chronicles show, excited to have uh, our friend and children's, uh, new children's book author, Grace Winston, to talk about her new children's book, Tumble. Please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Grace to Special Chronicles. Right, yeah, it's good Thank to you. it's good to have you on the show. I know um, um, your husband and my mentor Chris has 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 been um, a previously guest on on this podcast a few times mm-hmm. in, in the past. So it's good to kind of change things up and, and to have you on on <laughs> on the show now. <laughs> Oh, it's good to be here for episode number 468. My gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, quickly approach the 500th episode in uh, that um, we're planning to to, um, that will probably be coming out in November for the 14th anniversary of Special Chronicles. Wow, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, so 14th anniversary. 500th episode um, coming up later this year. Um, don't know who who the guest or guests are going to be on, but it it would be nice to have some type of live audience show, maybe or make do something big for for the 500th episode. Uh, <laughs> I hope we can do a big party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it's a pretty big. I mean, podcasting for 14 years is a long time, but even 500. Episodes in is is still a, a big milestone. <laughs> yes, it is. It's uh, monumental. Yeah. Kudos to you. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, I know. So yeah, it's it, it's amazing to still be podcasting this many years later, this many episodes later. Um, so, um, so let's have you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us your connection to our disability community and. 
<laughs> well, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm Grace Winston, and I am the wife of Chris Winston, who I know um, Daniel has just enjoyed every moment that he's had with you. And and the only other person in the world that I would let him go all the way to Abu Dhabi with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without me was you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Just a wonderful, wonderful time that I know that the two of you have had together, and and that friendship that you that we all have is is very special. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah, it's it is. Great. Uh, so okay, so my connection. You know what? I I um, been a volunteer with Special Olympics um, for over thirty years. It's been a near and dear thing in my heart. I started when I was in college, at the age of twenty, and. Um, and, and right now, here I am, I find myself in your studio, but I, <laughs> I have, I've, I've volunteered, I can't even begin to say, um, maybe it's close to 468 events <laughs> <laughs> of your podcast that you've had, but, and I've enjoyed the experience at every single one of them, so um, yeah, so then, then here I am with you today. Awesome, and 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 uh, after our first break, we'll, we'll, we'll get into talking about your new book. Um, so our guest is um, um, Grace Winston, author of the new book, Tumble. And uh, our conversation with Grace will continue after the break right here on SpecialChronicles.com. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation today to learn how you can become a Special Chronicles supporter so we can continue to produce this podcast. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And now back to the show to continue the conversation today. And back to the show. Our guest is Grace Winston, author of the new children's book, Tumble. Um, before we get into the new book, um, kind of want to kind of go back to the, your in, in introduction because I think it might tie tie in with um, be, beginning to talk about your new book, and that that is um, your one of your sons, Ryan, is involved with the young athletes program, right? In in special right. In, uh, Olympics. Um, so can can you? Tell us a little bit about his involvement, because I think that might be a good kind of pre-introduction to <laughs> before we get into the book. But yeah, you know what? That's that would be a perfect segue, actually, because you're absolutely right. Um, 
Chris and I call it our call him our bonus baby because we've got two boys. One is 21, and that's Cassidy, and and then our other is Ryan, who is seven. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Daniel. As we've talked about this before. <laughs> God has a plan. Yeah. You never question it, but God has a plan. Those are our only two boys. <laughs> As you, you've known Cassidy yeah. for a long time, yeah. and Cassidy is a, is a volunteer and has volunteered at many, many, many events as well. Um, and then, yeah, and then Ryan came along. And as soon as he was able to become a young athlete, he did. And that's, again, the perfect segue because um, it was after the first – Special Olympic Illinois Summer Games that we went to down in Normal, Illinois. Uh, Ryan participated as a young athlete, and he did the skills um, area with all the, you know, all the other children. And it just, I just fell head over heels in love with the experience. Like I had already had so many experiences, but never quite like that one with all these young children encouraging each other and having fun with each other. And, and, um, you know, as, as we say, there are no barriers, there should never be any barriers. And especially at that age, it was just so fun to see all the interaction between um, children who do have some intellectual um, disabilities and, and children who don't and just loving each other and the time that they have together. So that was my initial um, spark, you know, and inspiration to, to start writing this book. And then after having that, then that evening, we all went into the ISU mm-hmm. Red, Redbird Stadium there mm-hmm. and all the lights went down and the torch run um, all those all those officers came running in with the torches, and it was so inspiring to look in the stands and see all these Special Olympic Illinois athletes. And I realized at that moment that there's so much bravery. There's bravery in every single athlete that was there. There's bravery in those torch run torch run um, police officers that put their lives you know, out there every day to help us. And that was the bravery part. That was, you know, the inspiration. So I saw the young athletes interacting and having so much fun. And then I realized how much bravery that is and how much athletes like you, Daniel, in your lifetime, you've, you've had to overcome. And that's truly awe-inspiring. Yeah. Neat. So um, from that kind of pre- um, pre-book um, involvement with with young children. Talk to us now a little bit about how you came up with the the idea uh, to write the, this children's book and kind of how how the how this book tumble came to be. Kind of what was uh, what was that very early process like? Well, you know, I have to admit that there's there's not much development that actually went into it. In fact, um, <laughs> I've always heard, you know, sometimes people just, they get a spark yeah. and then they do it. And I actually then, it was, I think it was the following month after the summer games, um, we were in Canada. Our family was up in Canada at our family cabin. And I was sitting in the back seat of the car with Ryan um, and we were driving back 
from like a home improvement store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing, <laughs> nothing major, nothing, you know, <laughs> monumental. Yeah. We're just driving back from a home improvement store, you know, in Canada, um, going back to our cabin. And I just literally started writing. I like just, I just grabbed a, you know, a pencil and a piece of paper that I had there in the back seat, And I just started writing and I, still remember it so distinctly. Like I remember the way the day felt. I remember that I had the window down and the way the breeze was coming in the window. And I looked out and the way the, the clouds and the sky, it was just a perfect day. It was beautiful. And I remember every bit of it because I just felt so inspired. I don't know why, but I felt so inspired at that moment to write this book. And I have to tell you, um, it was written in about a half an hour. <laughs> it all just... It all just came to me. Yeah, all the yeah. words came to me. Everything came to me. Um, and and then it was complete. And it just felt right. Yeah. And, you know, and I looked over it several times after that and thought, gosh, do I really have? And I was going to make some changes. And I didn't make a change, you know, at all. It just, it it kind of just poured out yeah. at once. And it and it just felt great. Neat, neat. And, and mm-hmm. um, did, from your involvement with the, Young athletes program and Special Olympics did any uh, any of that kind of play into the when you were writing the story or didn't it did. any of that? Yeah, can, can, can absolutely. You, you talk a little, a little bit about that connection with yes the story. Yes, absolutely. So I, I was I, I I was sitting there and I was looking at at Ryan. And he was just sitting, you know, with me in the back seat, um, and he was just playing. I think he might have been playing with Legos, or he was just playing with something. I don't remember that part, but and I looked at him, and he he was so happy, and, and just sitting there, and I and then and instantly my mind went back to being there at at the young athletes competition, or it's not even a competition at that point. It's just like skills, you know, fun skills yeah. that they do together. And I was thinking about it so intently. And then that's when I did. That's when I started writing things down, you know. And and uh, it was the bravery part, once again, that came back into my heart. Because I thought of these children who were there that, you know, do have um, some intellectual disability. That they, throughout their lives, are going to probably have to be more brave than than children who don't have those, you know, and everybody has to be brave at some point in their life, you know, to overcome the hurdles because we all have hurdles. But again, it was, I thought to myself, gosh, these are such beautiful children, beautiful people. And every single one of them is going to encounter something in their life. And then I thought, there's a good chance that they are going to take these challenges on and be braver than some people that don't, you know, and, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to make that known, you know, that, that no matter who you are, no matter what you have, you know, as far as a, an in quotes disability, because we all have something yeah. that holds us back from moving forward. And that it's okay because we all have it. And so in my, in my book, <laughs> Tumble, there it is. Yep. <laughs> um, our character, you know, goes on a, goes on a little bit of a, a, a climb and is feeling pretty good about that climb. And then um, 
then this character falls. And it's it literally takes us, takes the reader on the experience of that fall and how it feels to be terrified, terrified in that moment of falling. And then to realize that that terror um, actually goes into a feeling of, of amazement because you didn't get hurt, you know? Mm. And most often you don't get hurt. Or if you do get hurt, you still land on your feet. And once you land on those feet, then this elation comes over you. This feeling comes over you of, I did it. Yeah. I accomplished. I I did it. And and I, I'm not hurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had some, you know, I had a few pings here and there, but overall, am I am I so hurt that I can't move on? And the answer is no. I I can move on and I will move on and I will take the initiative to move forward and take on now my bigger challenge, whatever that may be. Neat. So, Neat. Yeah. so the, um, in the dedication of the book, and I, I believe you told me that, that it was because I, I think this might also tie, tie in with special Olympics or the young athletes or maybe just special Olympics overall. But did you say that, that, the the book is dedicated to special Olympics athletes. So can you yes, it is. Little, it is. It's about... right in the in the beginning here. I can open it up. Yeah. So right right in the beginning, I do an introduction, and let's see if I can get that where it's actually legible. Oh, yeah. Yes. But um, so what I say is that I introduce myself. I ask my reader to introduce themselves. Yeah. There we go. There and we then go. Um, I talk about three of my favorite tumblers, which, who of course is Chris Cassidy and Ryan. Yeah. And they cheered me on while I was trying to, you know, get this book done and move forward and make it happen. And, but I also am saying way to go to all the young athletes of special Olympics who inspire me to be more brave every day. And I'm telling them to keep climbing. So yes, that is, that is my dedication to, to every young athlete, every athlete, but every young athlete in particular who um, will have to be, have to be brave coming up, you know, throughout their lives. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, let's now get into a little bit about the writing process and, T- t- tell us how you developed the um, character or characters and, and the story mm-hmm. of the book. You, you said it just fl- flowed out, uh, out of you, so maybe it was a quick process, but the, mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about the writing process of developing the characters and story. Sure, sure. So, um, so yes, like I mentioned, it, it, it's, uh, the title is Tumble, and it takes us on a split-second fall um, with a child whose adventure really does. It starts terrifying and then it ends up terrific. And it shows a child that, um, you know, could literally could be, as I mentioned, it could be any of us. Mm-hmm. And us um, taking on um, what we feel at times are mountains. And we know more than ever in the last two years, almost two years uh, to the day, actually, as of, as of next, uh, next month, um, how how terrifying things can be and how we feel like we've had to conquer a mount, one mountain after another. 
Um, and this child goes a little too close to the edge of that mountain, in quotes. Um, and little do we know it a few pages later, but that mountain is actually only two feet tall. <laughs> but for a child, you know, it's a mountain. Yeah. Um, and, and it's huge, you know, to, to that little one. So we've always, always, all of us have been in those shoes where we've, you know, wanted or thought that it would be okay to take a leap or try something new. And then while you're in the middle, it absolutely petrifies you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after the moment is done though, like I mentioned before, you get that, that rush because you didn't get hurt. You know, or if you did get hurt, it wasn't nearly what you expected, Yeah, much better than you expected. And it's to, to take that rush of accomplishment and, and move forward with it and have it energize you and, and invigorate you um, and in, encourage you to, to move forward. So as far as the development of the character himself or herself, um, I have to give major kudos and credit to um, to Eric Wolfgang. Eric Wolfgang is a wonderful illustrator. I can't even begin to describe it. All I have to do is show you, you know, the beauty of these the pages of this yeah. book. And Eric and I met um, when I was at a, it was like a Comic-Con, a mini Comic-Con uh, convention yeah. at a library in Indiana. And we met back in 2018 and when I walked up to his booth, he was illustrating. Um, he was sitting there illustrating things. And he said, uh, "Can you know, you want to tell me something that you like, like particular cartoon characters or something. And I said, oh, well, when I was young, I loved Garfield. And he said, oh, OK. So he took out, you know, took a piece of paper and a pen and and drew this. And I still have it. I don't have it sitting right here, but I yeah. still have. Um, he drew a Garfield but the Garfield was just perfect because he was sitting and he was kind of slumping down. He was kind of looking up in the sky like, okay, what do I do next? And I just absolutely fell in love with um, the ability that Eric has to illustrate and bring things to life. And the book, is it's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. If you are a Calvin and Hobbes fan at all and remember Calvin and Hobbes, then this might, you know, make you think of that because he did admit that he is a big Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> fan and took a lot of his his inspiration from uh, from that comics. So, yeah, so yeah. that's the development of the character. We character. There's this this little one um, saying, you know, with mom and dad. Uh, you know, mom hugs me tight and dad says, high five, no biggie to them, but I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he realizes then, he or she realizes then that um, they're not hurt. And, oh, I knew it from the start. That's that little bit of ego that comes forward to kind of kind of mask the fear. I am not hurt. I think I'm brave, my brain tells my heart. Yes, they're probably still trembling, you know, from the from the experience. Um, and then next time, you know, the, the dad is encouraging there and he says, um, next time you can go forward and climb rock three because jumping two feet is just too short for me. So there's another part in here, too, that's. Um, that whoever the reader is at any age, yeah. 
go ahead and actually fill it in and and say, you know, besides, I think he's right. I'm blank years old and blank feet tall. Um, so this is something that, you know, that the child or even the adult can fill in there and, and be able to say, uh, yeah, this is me at this age. Mm. And this is how tall I am. And um, and then the last page is, is, is that character, you know, putting, putting their axe up in the air and they're climbing materials and, and saying, you know, watch out mountain, here I come. Mm. So, and then the other part that um, I was inspired later, actually, this happened, yeah. um, this happened when, uh, when I was pretty much ready to move forward and, and Eric had already done all the illustrations and we said, okay, now what, what's the last part? And I thought there's gotta be something else that can stay with the reader and, and the, and the child could have to keep forever and something that could help between the child and the parents or the caregiver or the grandparents or, or whoever is with the child at the time. And so we put together a growth chart that is at the very end of the book. And what you actually do to make it the full interactive experience, yeah. <laughs> you, you take the growth chart and you follow the instructions on the back of each page and there's little arrows. And what you do is you cut the pages of the growth chart. There's four pages here. You cut those pages out and then you taped, tape them together based on the, the different arrows at the bottom. And what it will give you in the end is a long growth chart that you can hang up, that mom or dad can hang up, uh, or grandma and grandpa can hang up anywhere in their, in their home to keep track of the child's growth. And then um, also what it says on here is now I can, with a blank, I'm blank years old and 50 inches tall. And that's, that's as tall as it goes. But what I, why I put that together is because I was always thinking to myself with the growth charts for both of my children, the 21 year old and now the seven year old, yeah. um, there was never anything on there. All it said was a place to put the date yeah. that they are at this milestone, you know, of growth. But that's just height growth. Mm -hmm. It didn't, there's no place on the growth charts that we've ever had for both our children to actually put a place for their accomplishments, you know, and what they can do at that point. And that's so special. And that's so important, you know, to be able to, to actually write that down and say, okay, you know, now you're 32 inches tall and now you can, um, you can stand up. And you can take your hands, your both hands, and you can raise them to the sky as high as possible. That's a major accomplishment, yeah. you know, and that can happen to some children at 32 inches. It could happen to some children when they're at 40 inches, yeah. um, you know, so, so it gives us space for the parents or the grandparents or the caregiver to put those, those little monuments of accomplishment in there as well. Yeah. And so that speaking of that bonus kind of growth um, pages at the end of the book, do those mm -hmm. pages come out of the book? And, mm -hmm. and, and it's, uh, so they, you said that, that, that they tell 
um, um, each each of those pages out, and and then mm-hmm. and, and 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 then they're able to hang hang up that growth sheet. Yep, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to cut them out. Awesome. Um, I think uh, I think I would have been charged, you know, a thousand dollars more to have it perforated. So I, I think <laughs> it's they can tear it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead and just grab, you know, again, an adult can grab a pair of scissors yeah, and, and, and cut those pages out. And, pages and, out. and it, shows, it shows the dots, you know, yeah. where to be cut and, and pretty pretty good instructions on neat, how to do neat. that. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so it's neat uh, that after they or, or the parents read the book to the children, then there's something that, that, that after they hear the story, then they can kind of take take a piece of the book with yeah. With with them, and then they'll always we remember the the story when they're mm-hmm. going through uh, and much when they're um, growth. Um, yeah, exactly right. So, to tell us a little to, briefly about what the the process of working with the illustrator Eric, did you guys mm-hmm. go um, back and forth, or did you send him the um, story and and then he, uh, or did you give him a, any input on kind of how you 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 wanted the pages to look? Yeah, you know what I I actually because I was so impressed with Eric's amazing work, I gave him complete freedom, complete mm-hmm. creative freedom, and we sat down and we went over. Um, you know, the poem, because that's basically what it started yeah. out as, is just the poem. And I kind of gave him an idea. And that's at that point, creative point, he said something about Calvin and Hobbes. And I said, oh, yes, <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I, I would I would love, you know, to have that genre of drawing because I was such a fan when I was when I, and still am yeah. um, of Calvin and Hobbes. And but I said, I, I want to give you, Eric, I want to give you complete creative freedom because this is this is what you're so good at. Yeah. And so uh, I think it was a, it was a couple months later um, after that initial meeting that we had. And he came back and we sat down and he opened up his folder and pulled out, you know, just some just some basic drawings. Oh, and I was thrilled. I mean, when there is an absolute thrilling feeling inside um, when you put things on paper and just words, but then you have someone with so much talent come along and actually draw pictures to match those words. And those pictures just are right on. (laughs) They're exactly what, if I had any drawing talent that I would have been, you know, that's exactly what I would have done. So yeah, this whole process was just, wonderful from beginning to to end with uh with eric and i shouldn't say end because we're we're still working together so so before we take on our next break can you give us a brief synopsis of the book if 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 there was um if you only had one or two minutes to talk to talk to talk to somebody how would you Mm -hmm. um describe um or, or share kind of what the what this book is about. Okay. Yep. So it's, uh, it's, it's a, a sneak peek into a split second fall. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it's a, it's a child that could be anyone, could be any age, um, but it could, yeah, it could absolutely be anyone that uh, goes ahead and, and starts to, to do something that they don't feel, you know, that it's, yeah, it's, it's, this is going to be easy, you know, and, and feel okay about it and go ahead and, and get to the, and then take a little bit of a chance once you get to the top of, of whatever that is that you're accomplishing or you're knee deep in the middle of it. And then you get a little too close to the edge and you think, mm, is this going to be something I'm going to want to do? And then you find yourself falling. And it's that feeling, that split second fall where you are absolutely petrified and you're, and you're terrified and you can't believe this is happening. And, oh, my gosh, why did I even get myself into this? I can't believe that I, I even let myself be here. And this is awful and this is horrible. And this is, going to, this is going to be the worst experience. This is the worst day I've ever had. And then all of a sudden you realize that it's over. Mm-hmm. And you kind of look around and you realize that you uh, turned out okay and you're okay and you still have <laughs> you still have everything you had when you started and and then you realize that it's uh, okay this isn't so bad and I and I and wow I did it and it's the I did it feeling. And I'm still kind of scared and my heart is just racing inside me. But I, I did it. I did it. Whoa, this uh, sense of accomplishment now is coming over me. And I'm actually feeling a little bit egotistical for a moment because I did it. But yet I'm still scared because my heart's still pounding and it won't slow down. And the people around me are saying, you did it. And I guess I really did do it. And now the people and your own brain and in your own heart is saying, Oh, I guess I could take on that next challenge. And you go, Oh, I don't know if I can, but yes, I can. Because if I if I conquered that challenge that scared me, then the next one, if it's bigger, I think I probably could can't conquer that too. And yes, I can. I'm gonna go get it. That's that's the most important message now, mm. is I think. So much so in this in the world and the way that things have been in the last few years, everybody has need to, needed to be brave yeah. in some way, yeah. and it's that that okay, we got knocked back, we've been knocked down, you know, we've been told. I mean, Daniel, you yourself, you have been so brave yeah. in your life, you have been pushed back and knocked down, and you've had words that have hurt. Yeah. And you have conquered and you have grown and you learned from the experience and you moved on and you realized so much that that you can go forward and you can make great things happen. And here you are. Look yeah. at you <laughs> <laughs> on episode number 468. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. so there you go. So um, we're going to go ahead and take another quick, quick sponsor break. Um, because if it wasn't for our supporters, we wouldn't be able to be behind the mic. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit more about the message of the book and some final thoughts and the question I always conclude these conversations with. Uh, um, so our conversation with new children's book author Grace Winston will continue after the break right here on SpecialChronicles.com. And hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break from our conversation today to hear a message from our partner. 
Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comrade. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is powering lives and really is powering us, U.S. Special Chronicles, to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comrade powers the lives of us, they're literally giving a voice to people with, with with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. And now we return to our conversation. The, this episode continues right now. We're back. Our guest is Grace Winston, uh, author of the new children's book, Tumble. And uh, you 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 told us uh, in in the, at the end, end of the last segment a little, little bit about the um, message, and I think um, either at um, a, a lunch that we had a couple of months ago, or it could have been in a text message. You had told me that it's 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 not only okay to fall; it is good to fall because there's a good chance that you'll land on your feet. It's also imperative to enjoy that feeling of accomplishment and also uh, use that rush of joy. Uh, as energy to move forward to the next mm-hmm. next task uh, or challenge. So, can, mm-hmm. c- kind of based on what you had said, and I m- might have been reading from an exact text that that you had sent me. But <laughs> tell us a little bit more about what message that you hope um, when the children, either whether they're old enough to read or if a parent, if the really young, um, and, and, and the parent is, is reading it to, to them, what message do you hope that they would um, gain from, from the that, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, I think the overall message is that everyone, um, everyone is brave. Everyone is brave. In their heart, they're brave. And sometimes in your mind, you don't think you are And there are times where you just feel like you don't want to be brave. Um, And there'll be situations where, you know, you don't even realize at the time that you need to be brave. Mm -hmm. But as long as you have it and you know that you have it in your heart, then you'll be okay. And that you can, you can pull, you know, pull that bravery out and it can be any, it can be, physical it can be emotional um it it, you know it there are situations where i'll go back to um you know again in your lifetime daniel uh there was times that you really not only did you need to be brave to stand up for yourself but i have seen you be brave and stand up for others and it's one thing having to stand up for yourself because in that scenario, it's just you that's feeling the hurt. Right. But standing up for someone else, it's not only that person feeling the hurt, but it's you feeling the hurt for them. And it's taking that hurt um, and turning it into positive energy. And that's what this is about is that being able to take Take that moment of fear, take that moment of fright, 
and and turning it into positive energy and being able to say, you know, say maybe to a bully, this is not going to happen anymore. You're my mountain. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to conquer this mountain. And that's you. That's the bully. And I'm going to stand up for this other person. And because this this is not supposed to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's those moments of bravery, whether it's physical, whether it's you looking at something that's physically in front of you and thinking, oh, gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to lift this again in, in competition, um, you know, as, as you've done in all of your sports, Daniel, yeah. you've had times I know where you've looked at something and said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to physically yeah. do this today. But guess what? You did. Yeah. Absolutely. You did. Yeah. And I, you feel great after accomplishing it. Yeah. I, and I, I think that the message that you said, I think ties in with, Oh, uh, special Olympics athlete oath. Let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Yes. Especially that last part, brave in the attempt. I think it, that that athlete oath, I think, kind of also kind of summarized the message of this book, Tumble. Thank you. That Yes. And that's an <laughs> honor that you actually think of it that way yeah. because it's true. It is yeah. true because no matter what, as long as you're brave, you do win. Yeah. You may not take a medal home that day. Yeah. But you win yeah. because you had that a sense of accomplishment, yeah. and that's that's you know I I would I would challenge people to find it um, in other places that is as inspiring as it is when I see you know the athletes interacting with one another mm -hmm. or anyone with an intellectual disability interacting with one another and encouraging each other. It's just that is so inspiring um, to, to see that. It really is. So who is the book geared for? What kind of age range is the, the book geared for? So, you know what? Technically, it's listed um, on, uh, which I know you'll get to in a moment, yeah. but it, it is. It's available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes & Noble. Um and it's also available in Walmart, yeah, which you pointed out to me the other day. I realized that Walmart had picked it up. Um, so it's listed in, under kids' books, and it's targeted for kids age two to seven. Um, but I'm really hoping that anybody at any age will find it very entertaining. Um, and, you know, it's, it's very lighthearted. It's very whimsical. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely a child's, you know, between that two and seven age range, uh, I think would be find it very, in, you know, inviting and engaging. And the um, illustrations w alone, I think, would make it a book that a child would want to um, want to have read to them or read themselves over and over and over again. And I do use I use Ryan, our seven year old as a good example, because to me, I'm just his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, and we've got a, you know, his, his room is full of books. And he, I, he, I, the other day I said, okay, we'll go grab a book. And he went and he ran and he grabbed, he grabbed the book. <laughs> and 
And I said, did you grab that book just because it's mom's book? He said, no, it's because I really like it. You know, I like it. I like looking at it. I like looking at, you know, the, and what's great is at that age, since he's in first grade right now, the major accomplishment of first graders is to, um, is to come away at the end of first grade. I think it's being able to read, um, in the curriculum, it's being able to read 90 words in a minute. Uh, and this is, in a way where a child should be able to, by the end of first grade, should be able to read this whole book on their own, um, not necessarily in a minute, but be able to read. It's it's written in a simplistic way where where a child should be able to read it um, at age maybe six or or seven on their own. Um, and again, you know, hoping that they'd want to do it because the yeah. the illustrations that go with with the words are just so, so beautiful and engaging. Yeah. Awesome. So um, before we, we take our, our last break and then get to some final thoughts and then question, I always include these conversations with, um, if you were in an elevator with someone, what in, <laughs> in, in you only had either 30 seconds or a minute. Uh, and I'm sure it probably, it probably wouldn't be that, that many flows that you would have to go up. Maybe just like, <laughs> Maybe depends one, on which building we're in, right? Yeah, it's yeah. That tall, tall, yeah. tall building that's in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that <laughs> that tall building, but um, uh, what 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 would an elevator pitch be to encourage um, oh, um, listeners and any children, uh, uh, old parents to read this book? Um, I would say that Tumble is, uh, it is, it's very lighthearted. It's whimsical. Um, it's short here. This is my age is going to show now. <laughs> it's short. <laughs> and that means that if you're a tired parent or grandparent or a caregiver or a babysitter, and you've promised that you're going to read a book to your child uh, before going to bed, this is the perfect book. <laughs> it's, it's not long. Um, it's an easy read. It's extremely colorful. It's it's great, especially for a young child's mind because of all the colors on every page. It's very, very engaging. Um, it's very easy to follow. It's great for dialogic reading, which is another um, you know major element for children and children's development. Is that it's easy for uh, an adult as they read this book to a child, it's easy for them to have a dialogue uh, as the, as the book moves along. It's easy to talk about what happened on each page. Um, It's good. Like I mentioned for the first grade level, because they should be able to, by the end of first grade, be able to read this whole book on their own. Uh, And, and it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. It will make you feel good after you're done reading it. Um, and then the last part of my of my elevator speech is that today anybody um, who does purchase between now um, and the end of February, so what's today the seventeenth? So um, anybody that will purchase between um, actually, I know this is going to be running on on Monday. Yeah. Um, so before the end of the month, before the end of February. Uh, anybody who purchases, I'm going to take um, a portion of that purchase and donate it back to Special Olympics Illinois. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, so that's so this so this episode is running this Monday the 18th. So from the 18th until um, 
the 28th, right? Yep, to the exactly. End of the month. The end so, of the month. so yep. if anybody purchases with within this final week of uh, February, then uh, awesome. So, uh, yeah. and, and we'll put links um, in the in the show notes on specialchronicles dot com uh, where people can go and um, purchase the book. But we'll um, um, uh, so we'll. We're gonna by, bypass that last break just for the sake of, of, of time to wrap up this episode um, in under an hour. But um, again, the places where people can go buy the book, they can search for. Well, we'll put links on specialchronicles.com for episode four hundred and sixty-eight um, okay. to on Amazon, Boss Novo, Walmart. Um, but um, is do any other places, or if people, if they're uh, listening, you said that they can search for "Tumble" by Grace Winston, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's and that's pretty important actually, because there are there are other books who have the keyword as being "Tumble," so there'll be other books that come up. Um, but make sure you can go in and just write in Google. Um, as you discovered, yeah. <laughs> um, you can just type Tumble by Grace Winston. Make sure you put Tumble by Grace Winston, and then the right book will come up. And I have to tell you, I was I was thrilled and astonished even when I, I did it the other day and saw that there is a, a German book company and it was it came up available in Germany. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can read Tumble in Germany if you want to. I couldn't I couldn't understand any of the words, but all I saw was Tumble by Grace Winston and a picture of the book and then all the rest was written in German. But yeah, so I know but the key the key are places now are amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com and walmart.com. As of right now, it's not available in store yet. That's my next so 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 right now um again tumble by grace winston is only available online on amazon boss noble and and walmart online but do you have plans to ever come in in stores or 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 to sign sign the book or yeah i i i am that is that's my next hopes and stages of, of this book getting out there is i do hope to have it available in stores and hope to be able to get it in the libraries. And um, I'm hoping to be doing some book signings in the near future around the Chicagoland area, at least. But maybe, you know, maybe beyond that, too. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the hopes. And then um, a little plug for my, uh, my the future. My goal is to have um, my second book come out around Thanksgiving. Just awesome. in time, perhaps for your five hundredth episode. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and and is is the um, is that second book going to kind of maybe to kind of give our listeners a kind of a brief tease? Is it kind of a, mm-hmm. a similar story to this book Tumble, or, or is it um, going to be, be something totally different? No, it's it's. Uh, it would be very much accompaniment. Um, I um, I need to talk to Eric, uh, the illustrator who started already. You know, he put together some sketches. Um, the name of the book is going to be called Rocks Rock. And the premise is that um, everyone, everyone is kind of like a rock. Yeah. You, know, you pick up a rock 
and especially even the worst looking rocks that you would never pick up. Yeah. But you pick up some of the, some rocks sometimes like geodes, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever actually had a geode, a geode from the outside looks like nothing. Yeah. It's brown. It's kind of bumpy. It's, you know, typically quite dirty because geodes are typically found like on riverbanks and things like that. And if you actually crack open a geode, it amazes you what's inside this beautiful, beautiful, sparkly glass-like gem that you find inside. Um, and so that's, that's a tease to what the next <laughs> book is going to be. It's going to be called Rocks Rock, and it's all about friendship awesome. and being able to find those gems that exist inside, inside a person. Awesome. So um, before we get to that final question, as we only have just a few minutes left, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. any final thoughts on your overall time here today on the Special Chronicles show that you want to share with our listeners? Well, you know what? It's it's just been an honor, and this is my first um, this is my first public speech. <laughs> so, you know, even more of an honor, Daniel, to, to have been an, a guest on your show. Um, really, I just, I have, I have seen you um, do amazing things. And every day you, you, you just continue to do amazing things because you are such a great person. Thank you. So, um, you know, part of Part of me wrote this book for you, um, but also, again, you know, for anybody and everybody that experiences that bravery and, and is able to, to conquer on a daily basis and not only conquer and smile and feel good inside, but make others around you feel great as well. So, awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for having me yeah, on your you. show. Thank you. Um, so well, just before we... Um, Sign off and wrap up this episode. We have a final question. We always conclude these conversations with, and uh, let's go ahead and play that pumple. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. And the final question, um, it, 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 it actually started in Abu Dhabi. Um, it was a question that um, that, that um, Chris and I actually came up with when we were filming the Abu Dhabi Daily Show, um, which is a video series on SpecialOlympics.org. Um, and, and so it, it was a question that we kind of came up with when, when, when we were going around the games and, and, um, and it, we only had just a few questions for each of these interviews that we, we, we were filming. And, and so this question uh, <laughs> started um, started asking Gus there. And then since coming back from Abu Dhabi, I, th- I thought, well, it, it's a perfect question to wrap up all these, these conversations with. Um, and that is, what does inclusion mean to you? Oh, inclusion um, means being able to, to take um, everyone – 
that you have the opportunity to meet. Um, and well, you know what? I think Mother Teresa said it really well. You take everyone that you encounter, everyone that you meet on a daily basis, and you pretend that they are Jesus in disguise. And so to me, it's that respect, it's that, that awe that every person that you, that you come into, um, that you have the honor of meeting each day, that person could be life-changing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person, you have no idea what that person has been through or is about to go through. So it's your obligation to leave that person feeling better than they did when they met you. And that to me is a, is a good way to look at inclusion. Awesome. Perfect way to wrap up this episode. I, I'm sure we'll have to have um, you and maybe even Chris um, have both of you on the show again in the uh, future um, and maybe even in person or maybe if when we plan the 500th episode, maybe we'll have to have some type of, um, well, I, I'll bring the I, cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the live audience um, or, or what type of celebration we'll do. Um, we're still in the early stages. We still have a few months to figure that out. But um, again, if uh, you um, want to find the show notes and find links to but to buy uh, Chris's, um, Grace's new book, Tumble, you can find that in the show notes on specialchronicles.com uh, slash podcast full 68. And again, um, um, and, and yeah, that's what the book looks like if you're watching the video <laughs> version. Yeah. And um, specialchronicles.com for links to follow specialchronicles on uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Make sure to also wait and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. It goes a long way to let more people know about the show. If you leave us a review and subscribe to our channel on YouTube if you want to actually see us. Um, we code these podcasts and sign up for our newsletter on specialchronicles.com for exclusive bonus content. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week uh, and, uh, with uh, some more exciting guests and, and content right here on the Special Chronicles show on specialchronicles.com. And until then, remember, choose to include. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles Shows podcast. Visit specialchronicles.com to follow Special Chronicles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and don't forget to hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. Also, subscribe to our newsletter mailing list to sign up for updates and get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. Remember to do what you do with these podcasts. Subscribe or follow and wait and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, the iHealth Radio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, please share this episode and all of our podcasts with your friends and family. Help us grow our audience and uh, reach 5,000 downloads of audio podcasts and and over 14,000 average monthly listeners. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week with exciting new guests. See you next week. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.